Welcome to the Metal Maven Podcast, where we explore and discover the process and passions of artists in the metal music and art community. I'd like to welcome our very first guest to Metal Maven Podcast. I am so excited and grateful to speak with her today. She is a violinist, singer, songwriter, coder, video game enthusiast, mother to Monkey the Cat, which I, which I don't think she's missed a Catterday post, and so much more, the lovely and talented Marcella Bovio. Hello, Marcella. Thank you so much for being here. How Hi. are you? Hello, I'm hello. good. <laughs> I'm great. Thank you so much. And it's an honor to be the first guest on your podcast. How cool. I know. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you being here. So currently you have a, a wonderful momentum going and it's really fun to see all the projects you're involved in because you're doing a lot. Yeah, that's true. And uh, sometimes I realize like, hmm, maybe <laughs> I'm doing a little bit too much, but it's all, you know, it's it's all such nice things and uh, and so different as well. So yeah, I'm just happy that uh, that I get the chance to to do all these many things and collaborate with so many wonderful people. Well, you officially joined Mayan in 2017. Yes. Yes, you're a voice teacher at Metal Factory in Eindhoven in the Netherlands, as well as offer private lessons at your home and online, which if anyone's interested to learn from Marcella, check out her website, marcellabovio.com. Fun fact about that, Marcella was my voice teacher for a time and she heard how bad I could be. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's not true. You did great. So also next year you'll be performing as a special guest with Ariane for Electric Castle Live, which all four shows are completely sold out. So that's going to be a fun weekend. All the Dutchies together. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's going to be fantastic. I mean, we've had some really amazing experiences with the previous Aryan shows of, shows that we've done so far. And it's, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I know it's going to be incredible. It's actually one of the things I, I love about the metal scene, or at least in particular the Dutch metal scene, is that most musicians are they're very friendly with each other. And there's a sense of community. Collaboration is constant and beneficial to everyone involved. Or perhaps that's just the Dutch. <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe it's because it's such a small country, you know, that it's you're you're basically going to keep bumping up with the same people all the time. So I think it's just better to to be friendly, you know, and, just, you know, you're going to keep seeing each other. I mean, it's. It's a very small circle of of people that are interested in this kind of music and they're actually, you know, very good, like very talented or very skilled and also very dedicated. So I think we can all appreciate, you know, the the people that are this way. So we, you know, try to help each other and and uh, and like working with each other. So, yeah, I guess it all plays a part on it. It's a, a very good thing and it's a good place to bring in today's subject of collaboration as it's been a fundamental aspect of your professional career you're most known for in recent history as the lead singer and founding member of stream of passion we were just talking about arian and it was arian lucasen who essentially constructed a project to showcase your singing composing and writing because of their response to your performance on the human equation 
you began this way with somebody wanting to, who found you online, which was kind of what's even more amazing is that this all began with an online contest. Yeah, I know. Isn't it strange? I mean, if I think about it right now, it's like, wow. I mean, all the things that have led to me now living in the Netherlands, you know, coming mm -hmm. from Mexico, it's just so strange to think about, you know, the butterfly effect, man, like all the little things that that shape your life and shape your career. But yeah, indeed, uh, so collaborating with Aryan uh, had a huge impact in my life and I'm very grateful to have had the chance to work with him. And, you know, it's of course, I had already worked in bands in Mexico, so I already had mm -hmm. the, you know, the, the, the pleasure of having collaborated and co-written for instance with with other people and ever since the beginning I've always found that well very valuable in the sense that you can just bundle hopefully you have a group of people you know that uh, that you can share ideas with and when you bundle basically all the strengths of, of each person in their own uh, and their own influences and their own visions of music then you can create really wonderful things yes absolutely so the internet has been your trusted ally for quite some time. I mean, as you said, you began in Mexico and now you're living in the Netherlands. So what can be done, even though countries, oceans or continents separate us is quite extraordinary. Circling back to Stream of Passion, I was really, I was lucky enough to see one of your farewell performances at Epic Metal Fest in 2016. And I found it very powerful and, and beautiful. The exchange. You. You're welcome. <laughs> the um, the energy between the band and audience uh, was strong and melancholic. And I understand, you know, it's difficult to say goodbye as you're choosing to transform and grow. Your fans are very supportive of you, which is wonderful. Yeah. And now you have began your endeavor of creating solo albums. Exactly. You've succeeded in doing this with the help of crowdfunding. Again, you're leveraging the internet as a means to project your own voice, not only to reach more people, but create a bridge for them to reach back and become part of your creative process now. Yeah, exactly. And that's, uh, you know, the first experience that I had with crowdfunding was also with Stream of Passion, you know, to record the last album that we did, the last studio album uh, that we released called Hour of Our Own. Mm -hmm. And back then, you know, it was first and foremost... Uh, a financial issue, you know, the mm -hmm. fact that that we were a label and um, that the label wasn't offering us, you know, enough money to make an album that, that we thought we could be proud of. So we resort to crowdfunding, um, you know, in order to fix that. And it gave us so much more than what we were asking for, you know. And besides the money, it's, it was this this fantastic feel of, uh, feeling of, of community and and the fact that you know the people involved in the crowdfunding and the people making our album happen they were now you know like in a strange way like also part of us they were part of it they were, we were a, a one big whole uh, entity you know working together to make something happen that was just in so many ways much more important than the than the financial part and I this is something that I uh, that I discovered also, like you mentioned on uh, on my solo album as well, that it's 
it's so much more about than 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 just you know the the, the financial means. It's it's about the, having the possibility, uh, about having the, the the chance of of making something really together with with people that appreciate your music, and that's that's just priceless. The enthusiasm and for this new release is really awesome. And this past June, you launched the Patreon site in full support for of the second solo album, Through Your Eyes. Did you find this experience different than your, the other times that you've used crowdfunding? Yeah, it is It is very different. The whole concept is, is it, it's quite different. And I hear that, and I feel that, you know, the interaction with the people that have subscribed to my Patreon page, it's also different. It's sort of, I mean, well, if you think about it, I'm asking a lot, you know, like mm-hmm. it's, it's, uh, you know, it's asking people to like consciously like, uh, and continuously invest, um, in you, you know, as a graphic artist, as a, a YouTuber, as an artist, as a composer, you know, all these people that use Patreon. So the, 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 the level of, of commitment is quite high. So, um, I really like that in the sense that, that I know that the people that have joined, that they, you know, they're, they're, they're this just like inner circle, you know, of trust. I, I, I really love the fact that I know that I can be, I mean, I can get much more closer to these people because I, I feel like they, you know, if they've, if they've made this huge commitment, you know, to, to support me in this way, then they for sure like really get who I am and they've invested in getting to know me. And uh, so the relationship is a lot closer, you know, like I feel like I can also share things with with this group that maybe I wouldn't dare sharing with the wide open, you know, because uh, um, I know that they're going to be way more receptive and I know that they're going to try to do their best to understand like, uh, what I'm trying to transmit and I'm not saying that these are the only people that can do it but it, I'm just saying that it feels like a safe place you know did you have any expectations when you launched your patreon were you a bit ner- it's quite vulnerable position to intentionally place yourself in so I was just wondering what was going through your mind when you first launched did you have any doubts or did you completely trust everything would work out it seems you're in a good place with you know knowing your fans in the first place well i i had i mean i hoped that it would go well you know because of uh the experiences that i had with crowdfunding uh but uh if you don't me for a day then i doubt everything <laughs> <laughs> i doubt everything that i do and that i make everything all the time so for me, it's always, it's complete panic now. Well, maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit of panic. You still <laughs> but, did it though. <laughs> yeah. No, no I'm, I'm super happy and uh, I'm really, really grateful to the people that, uh, that have joined. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, and it's, uh, it's exciting and it's uh, heartwarming and it's stimulating to create more things and to think of new ways like okay how am I going to make this even more special or how can I make sure that this little club that we have you know that they're getting a lot of value for the buck you know so uh, recently we had a um, uh, a live online show just for the Patreon subscribers so uh, Eric my pianist and I were 
you know, we set up a whole thing in uh, in my living room and we played for them for like over an hour and a half. We were chatting and, you know, like making polls, like, okay, what song do you want to hear next? And, you know, interacting the whole time. So it's just really cool. Yeah, you actually just are home and you're like, oh, I'm just going to watch Marcella today. Like, I'm going to go to a show. Yeah, and you're, exactly. you're, you're at home. <laughs> it's so fun. I'm glad you're able to make music now with as you said without barriers or restraints ultimately now collaboration has become a means of content creation for you so you've kind of moved into this new realm of collaboration with your patreon page and i was wondering when you were reading all of these personal experiences did you find a common thread to the submissions or a collective feeling i mean i don't know how many you received but it must have been a lot to take in. Yeah, I think, well, you know, the uh, um, when I asked for submissions to indeed write a few more songs for the album after uh, the nine initial songs were ready, I must have received, I think, a few hundred submissions, oh, wow. you know? And uh, I didn't want to choose based on the theme because I thought that would be very unfair. You know, because how can you decide if someone's giving you a theme that one theme is more important than the other? So I actually chose at random, but then I did, uh, I did scroll through a few of the of the ones that I had. I, I I don't think I read them all, but I I I read quite a few. It was very heartwarming because I I had the feeling that this, the, I mean, you know, the internet. There's a slight sense of anonymity to it. So, um. In a way, we dare to say a lot of things that maybe we wouldn't say to someone else face to face. And I had the impression that uh, a lot of the ideas that I sent, the ones that I chose for sure, and a lot of the ideas that I that I read afterwards, after I picked those randomly, people were really opening up, you know, like... That's very uh, personal stories you must yeah. have received. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, just these two, you know, the... Um, there's a song that I wrote for a girl named uh, Emily uh, and she is gay and she's openly gay and she's been openly gay for a while and you know everything's turning out fantastic for her except that uh, she felt that the relationship with her mom had changed a lot since she had you know like come out of the closet and uh, and the song is basically about her longing to have the relationship with her mother that she had before that this happened, you know, when she was when she was little, you know, and that's that's so that's huge, you it's, know. That's, I know, and you're sitting here and trying to come up with lyrics for that. I mean, I'd probably tear up a little bit <laughs> writing lyrics <laughs> for that. You know what I mean? And it's so personal, and 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 then it takes importance because you want to do those stories justice. So yeah. obviously, I had to start with a spark of creativity, and then you have to think of the people that you're. Who wrote these stories to you because they're gonna they're gonna know when they hear the song <laughs> that it's exactly. theirs right yeah it had to be very I mean of course I, I I wanted to make something very beautiful you know and and have it have a little bit of me as well but um but it had to be the message had to be so clear and you know and the emotions had to be so honest so I think um and this is also something 
really funny that I discovered is that I think that my followers, you know, the people that like my music and I, we have a lot in common when it comes to, you know, music tastes, of course, figures, but, you know, like personality wise and stuff. So I think I could always at least do my best to relate to the situation and what they say when, you know, when you're acting that you try to draw from something from your own experience and then try to, you know, like map it into the the role that you're trying to portray. I think that's kind of like how I approached the whole thing to make sure that I that I could do something that, because I, I, I mean, it had to carry the weight of of something like this, you know. <laughs> so I'm you, very happy that they liked it. <laughs> I know, I know. You're just like, please, please like it, guys. So you're getting into the mind of everyone. So how did you choose the final 11? I mean, you said you got hundreds of them. What willed it down? I mean... Is it what sparked your creativity? I mean, I know you said they're all very intimate and, you know, passionate stories. So it's like getting it down to 11 must have been extremely difficult. Well, you know, there's the thing that nine of them, nine of the songs, and then we go back to the crowdfunding, nine of the songs were songs that I had already agreed to write for nine different people because they got a perk for that. <laughs> so you went, crowdfunding. Yeah. So, so you went through hundreds for, for two songs. Yeah. Oh my goodness! And, uh, so and and then and then there wasn't, you know, the uh, uh, so the first nine songs I just told people like, shoot, you know, just whatever hey. you like, what 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 should it be? Mm-hmm. And and I told them like, give me a theme, give me feelings, give me a mood board, give me songs that you like, um, anything, you know, you can just throw anything at me and and I'll, and I'll make a song about it. And this is how it went. And the other ones, uh, the other two. I, I just chose at random. I didn't. You just I, went you just went with your gut on it. You're like, mm. like actually like choosing two random numbers and then oh all right just picking those. It's just that I th- I didn't think. I mean I already I already imagined I think like uh, and to be honest I don't remember. I must have also read a couple of the submissions before I actually chose that I thought like I cannot. I can make a cho- I cannot choose from this, you know, I they're know. all for every one of these submissions. I mean, and granted there were a couple of of of, of silly things. <laughs> very happy that it that ended up ending choosing those. You know, there were, a deal was a deal, so I had to yes. uh, make it random. But I I I didn't I mean, I didn't feel entitled to say like this story is more important than this other one. So at some point I just said like okay, I'm just going to I'm just going to draw two random numbers and I'm going to pick two random ideas because otherwise it's just not fair. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. Well, I mean, now you still have these stories, so they could potentially become something. You yeah. have these like archives of people's tales, which is kind of cool if you think about it. You know, you're a little archivist here of emotions from across <laughs> the world. <laughs> <laughs> On your Rorden microsite, you have a really sweet message about the songs that you chose. You said, I'm so honored that these wonderful people trusted me with their tales, their hopes and their dreams. I've done my best to honor them and their stories. Writing for them has reminded me that even though we all have different backgrounds and live totally different lives, deep down we share the same emotions, we share the same struggles and joys. So my question now, come full circle, (laughs) is was the intent of the new album through your eyes to teach or demonstrate empathy? I think if I have to be 
brutally honest with you, I uh, I think it was to demonstrate it to myself a little bit that I could that I could feel that amount of empathy and that I could you know like get out of my I was going through a very difficult time mm. through through the biggest period while writing these songs so I I I couldn't get in my head you know to yeah to write things it was a sort of therapy for me actually yeah. to just completely throw myself into someone else's idea and try to do my best to make something beautiful for them healing others as a means of healing yourself yeah i guess so <laughs> yeah that's still that's still very beautiful so marcella thank you so much for joining me today you are the first metal maven podcast guest yay collaboration is obviously a very powerful act as you can tell, when you have a creative idea and others support you in bringing it to life, that is true magic at work. And you have helped me very much today. So again, I really, really appreciate you being here with me, taking time out of your day. Thank you. It was my pleasure. And it was a lovely talk and uh, lots and lots of success with, uh, with your new podcast. Thank you. So let's help Marcella get to 2,000 patrons. Show your support so she can continue to create beautiful music. For only $1 a month, receive webcasts, discounts on merchandise, and an exclusive activity feed to stay up to date and in the know about her projects. Head over to patreon.com slash Bovio and show some love. And most importantly, be sure to order your copy of Through Your Eyes, available in digital and limited edition CD bundles from Marcella's web shop, marcellabovio.com slash shop. Visit metalmavenpodcast.com for links to Marcella's profiles, watch her lyric videos, and read the full transcript of this interview. Thanks for tuning in, and be sure to subscribe to Metal Maven Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify.